It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. All right, I'm going to love talking about this topic. Um, Zach, I don't know if you're, you're going to rant like an angry grandma. You're going to love it as much as I am. Hmm. Um, but we're we're going to talk about Christian merch today with some Christian creatives that I'm excited to introduce. That part now, I like. That part you do like. So, um, yeah, back a little bit backstory. So we did a podcast on Kanye uh, a while ago. Yeah, we were welcoming him to the club. We were giving him yep. some pointers. Yep. Don't touch the donuts at church. Not safe. Yep. Yeah, we gave gave Kanye tons of wisdom, and then we looked at his merch. And uh, you were and, not impressed. And I basically tore it apart. Um, uh, I, I don't know if it was real. Two hundred dollar t shirts, and you were not impressed. Yeah, we couldn't figure out if this is serious or not serious. Like, is he playing? all of the Christians on the planet, or is, is this for real? And we're still probably not sure, but we're sold out. But yeah, man, maybe he's leaning toward for real. Um, but I do wear, I, I bought the Kanye hat. Yeah, I, gave I almost wore my Kanye shirt. Dude. Dude. And uh, everybody thinks it's like Navy regalia. They like salute me as I go by. Yeah. Do they know it's Kanye West? Those old people would be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> In the process of this rant and us posting it, we uh we got to hear from uh, a lot of folks and uh and Chris uh, Ian um Grant and Joe from uh Satan Centers uh Ian from CXXII Apparel he's gonna make me say that six i six, six i yeah six i no how do you say it Ian again CXII CXII it's not I kind of rolled I rolled the X's to kind of roll it CXII Apparel we're gonna get that down. Um, because before this is done, you guys are going to want to check out their stuff for sure. You might want to just go check it out right now. Um, but uh, they uh, they replied back, and we got into a little mini dialogue. We figured, yeah, this is a good podcast. So we want to talk about Christian merch in a lot of different ways. We want to hear your stories as creatives, because where I, from my vantage point, we are in Christian... I say the kingdom. Let's let's use a really churchy word. The kingdom is in desperate need of more creatives who are willing to think outside the box and not produce stuff that we think Christians want, but rather produce stuff that tells a compelling story. And so, um, and that's and that's really why uh, we're here to talk about that as creatives. How do we tell a story? whether that's through t-shirts, apparel, whatever, uh, and do that well. Um, and, and, um, and we're going to, we're going to kind of rate our own version of storytelling as we have, uh, we've seen some Christian merch that we pulled. We're going to play a fun game here and everybody else can play along. It's called rate the terrible Christian designs. So I forgot my dry erase board. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you? Oh, okay. That, that's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Give so. it a 10. I forgot it. I got a yeah. clipboard. <laughs> yeah. So let's, hey, let's jump in. I want to introduce you guys real quick. Uh, but I want really you to guys to tell us a story. Now, we don't have a whole lot of time for this. So when you ask Christians to tell a story, 
they give you the hour long. Well, well I want three I, points. Yeah. 30 like, minutes. Listen, when I was six and my dad left and it's like an hour later, we got to Jesus and everything else. <laughs> this ain't a two hour podcast. So y'all are going to have to give us the condensed version of your quick background and what you're doing now. More importantly, why you're doing it. And, and um, we'd like to hear from you. So why don't uh, Grant, Joe, why don't you guys jump in first? Tell us about uh, why you're doing this, where you come from, what's your story? Mm -hmm. So I was working as a youth minister for about nine months at a church. And after working there, I was kind of frustrated and just looking at the different design aesthetics of other brands and trying to figure out like what, what does, what are people making these days? And I got, I had gotten really frustrated at the point of just like, I think that I need to go and just make stuff. I don't want to do ministry really. I don't think that I'm really cut out for this. So I left that, started making stuff. Joe is actually, we go to the same church and I ran into, I don't even know how we ran into each other, but I think I actually came over one day and talked about youth ministry stuff. And then I was like, Hey, I make designs. You want to see them? She's like, sure. Mm -hmm. So I sent her a bunch of stuff and they were not. That same enthusiasm, Joe. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a look at your junk. Yeah. I have a background in uh, studio art and design. I have a, a photography and design business um, on my main line of work. And uh, so I said, yeah, like, I'll help him out. And then he brought it over. And really quickly, I could see that he had a whole narrative going on. Like the designs weren't just, oh, well, I put this here because I like this pile of bones or I, I like black. Um, there was there was very much like you could look at it and if you just sat in the design for a second, it started to talk to you. And I was like, yeah, this, this is like a mini sermon in a picture right here. And I really like it because it's gritty and it's something that like takes you back. There's a lot of things people label as dark, whether that's skeletons or bones or literally the color black um, or just heavier themes like looking at death and the contrast of death and life and like what God does in that. And um it, it grabbed me really fast. And we always joke that we're brain twins, but we think and process things really similarly. So it became, it went from being a quick, uh, let me give you a critique and you go move along and I'll look at your stuff in six months to being like, I'm going to help you because I know how to make this better. And so um, I don't know, really quickly, it jumped into a really natural partnership that has been ongoing in terms of just having, having things we feel like have been given to us to share and lay out for people and then finding out what the right expression for that, that vision happens to be. Awesome. And where are you in your journey? How long ago was this that you guys got started? We launched August 2nd of 2019. So we've only been in the public eye for about 10 months now. We were working months. for about nine months prior mm -hmm. to that before mm -hmm. launching last year. So about almost two years in terms of like us mm -hmm. working together, but. That's cool. Awesome. And it all started in one of those like awkward church meet and greets. Yes. Sort of. My yeah. husband gave Grant my number. I was like, you should talk to Joanne about this. And I was like, I don't want to talk to Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to reach and out he didn't either. Want to come over. And he came over and we sat in my living room and talked for like three hours. It was just mm -hmm. like, it, it went very quickly from just being like details about life to just like, man, this is what God's saying to me. And, mm -hmm. and, and I think we both, I'd say like in churchy words, we hear God similarly, but it, it, mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, just like that unique space where you're like, yeah, this is something important, and this is a way that I hadn't thought to say it before, but I want to say it this way. And I think there's a, a big gap in Christian art, if you want to throw that out as a genre, where there's real thought behind it. 
um, and intention. And I think there's such a big missing place. There's lots of hashtag blessed shirts and it doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't make you think anything. You don't leave change because you stopped and thought about being blessed. So it was like, you know, just like that place of like wanting to hit, hit on some big thoughts and some things that would make people think. I yeah. think would be a big heart of what we're mm-hmm. working, mm-hmm. working towards yeah. what makes us excited. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right. Before, before we end the, uh, you know, this, this clip podcast with you guys, I got to make sure I want to circle back around to you guys in both Ian, because, because we have a lot of creatives that, that follow us. And, and I want to, I want you to be thinking about some advice or tips that you would give to anybody who feels like they have something they want to create and they're not just sure how to get started. Should they get started? You know, um, what's, what's the toughest part of just getting started. So we'll, we'll hit, We'll, we'll circle around to that again. What? Here's my one tip. Okay. So the website, not a typo, is saints in centers, saintsxcenters.co. <laughs> um, That's cool. So take note. Otherwise, you will not find their merch. <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a whole lot of merch at all, actually. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dope. So I'm excited to unpack everything you guys just said a lot more. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Ian, tell us your story, man. Well, my name is Ian. I run CXI Apparel. Um, I started the brand a little over four years ago, four and a half years ago, um, uh, before we moved up to Minneapolis. We lived down in Houston, and my background is graphic design. So I do a lot of graphic design work. I do freelance design. That's my primary kind of job. I do a lot for a lot of businesses and churches and, and youth pastors and all sorts of different people. And uh, one of my close friends that lived down in Houston named Jesse. Uh, he's actually a DJ down there. His, his, uh, handle is DJ overflow. Shout out to him. Uh, I helped him with a lot of his design work and we became really good friends. And, and through that process of becoming friends, we'd have morning, go get breakfast and Saturday mornings and stuff like that and hang out. And one day he just kind of, while we were talking, just popped the question. He's like, Ian, what are you passionate about? I'm like, what do you mean? And, and just through the conversation, he's like, well, as a DJ, like, I'm always producing stuff for other people, doing this song for this person, this song for this person. I'm always helping all these other people, helping these ministries out. But in doing all that, I need to make time for myself to hone my craft and do something that I love and that keeps me motivated and driven as a DJ and as a producer. And so he spends an hour, two hours each night working on his own music, working on honing his own craft and being creative in his own mind without someone hovering over his shoulder telling him like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? And he kind of challenged me that day to like sit down and pray about what I'm passionate about, like start painting, do fine art stuff, just do something that would really kind of push me as a creative outside of just doing stuff for all these other individuals and businesses and youth pastors. So I was like, okay. And through the course of a month, month half, this was like around Christmas time. And finally, I just kind of, I looked in my closet, looked in my drawers, like, man, I'm supporting a lot of other apparel brands and I like them, but I saw that there was uh, kind of a unifying theme across all these brands and it is all they cared about is really promoting their logo and their brand. Mm -hmm. Like there was very little, like they were saying, Saints and Sinners were saying, like there's very little creativity put into the thought behind, hey, I could put XYZ apparel co on a shirt in 200 different forms and fashions and styles and sell that all day long. And so I just kind of started this unpacking this idea of like, what would a brand look like that 
didn't promote their name, didn't promote their brand, that didn't have a logo on a shirt, that just had a message on the shirt and nothing more, nothing less. And so the first year was kind of a rough year, worked with some individuals that really didn't see the eye to eye to me in the business sense and, and what I wanted to do. And then we found out as a family we were moving to Minneapolis. And so I kind of had to put it on the back burner, but that whole that during the whole time I was just doing a business plan, like, okay, God, where do you see this going? And I had designs already in mind that we kind of played with and started unpacking more of the ideas and was pretty basic at first, just in everything going, started with zero money. And that's, that's what the amazing thing is, is literally we're a zero debt company. Like when we started as a company, we had $800 that was gifted to us through a GoFundMe campaign thing. And we have yet to put a penny of my own money or my family's money into it. So like just the idea of just unpacking and Seekside Apparel has allowed me over the course of four years to develop amazing relationships, network with some amazing artists and people within industry, pastors, youth pastors, tattoo artists that we love to reach out to and do work with that really have allowed me to be creative and share my story, share their story and share what they're passionate about. And then I challenge them as individuals to like, do something you do. Don't just be a tattoo artist and do all this other people's work. Sit down and work on something that you love and something that you're passionate about. So yeah. that's kind of had the whole basis. And the name, we made the name because we didn't, as a Christian apparel brand, we didn't want to have the cliche Christian apparel name, like Blessed Co. Mm -hmm. Like this, this, like we wanted to have a name that I could put on any banner because we support action sports. We support all this where people are like, hey, what's CXI apparel? And allow us to then show what we're about, our true nature and what we're about, not like hide it but just be the generic generalized logo that people see. If it's like on a banner or a poster or, or backdrop or whatever, and people are like, Oh, what's the apparel? Then you get to tell them your story and what you're about. So yeah. Did I, you consider something in Hebrew? <laughs> there was, I threw around quite a few ideas. And like I said, like this one just stuck for some reason, uh, the Romans 12, two verse that do not conform, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That was one of my favorite verses growing up. Like, just because it's just, it, I've, I've had that always, like, don't like growing up in the church, growing up with like a, a modest Christian family. Like, even though I was not modest, I was the outlier type kid where I listened to metal, I skateboarded, went to the punk rock shows, hung out with the kids who smoked pot, ran around, did stupid stuff, like, and, and was able to then minister to them. And so I wanted to have something that just kind of like our, our saying, like be transformed. And we used a nonconformist tagline quite a bit in some of our posts and some of the things that we make. So we don't want people to like conform just like, like you guys, like you're misfits. So what, that, was our, that was our initial advice to Kanye was like, don't conform to the ways of this world, but don't conform to Christian culture either. Like, could you imagine Kanye releasing a blessed up album or, you know, some hashtag blessed merch? Like be true to how God's wired you and who he wants to connect you with because he has specific people just for you. That sounds a lot like ministry, like what you guys are all doing. That sounds a lot like ministry to me. Yeah, real question. Ian, how much would you pay Zach to tattoo CXII on his ass? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> Like I said, he, I mean, he's, we do, because we do work with a lot of tattoo artists, we do get people reaching out to us when we release a new design, tattoo design, and they do get the tattoos done. We've had 
some of them do get kind of sketchy because, and we feel bad and I feel bad for the actual creator of it because they're like, oh, I'd love to do this. And then they send me a picture and I sent it there like, man, they did a hack job that like, I really wish that they would have like came to me to get that done. Like that guy kind of screwed up the hand. It's kind of wonky or he didn't shade it correctly. And, and so like, I've had some, some people get some of our designs tattooed, but not really our name tattooed. There you go, man. If you're going to do a hack job though, man, you, you definitely want it on your butt. Yeah. So. You, you just let me know. I'll show your brand with the world. All right. Let's, let's play this game. I'm going to play this game. All right. Here's how this game is going to work. And, uh, and everybody can play along that's watching and listening. Well, if you're listening, you're screwed. You got to go watch this at yeah. some point. So you're going to miss some good designs. We'll try to describe them to you as best as possible. <laughs> These guys are really good looking. Go watch them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're better looking than Zach anyway. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's do this. We're going to flash up some T-shirts. We're not going to flash you. We're going to flash up some T-shirts. And we're going to all, at the same time, as soon as we see them, we got to throw up a number, okay? A number that we can see. So one is, is one to five. One is, this is the worst shirt I may have ever laid eyes on in my life. <laughs> and five, five, five. Fire. Five, five is... Dude, I would I would wear this probably every day and never take it off. I mean, like <laughs> it's me. I own it. I love it. That's it's yeah. That's fire. Okay. We, yeah, we snuck you guys' merch in one of these pictures. So at some point, you will be judging one another. Did we? I wear my stuff every day. If I'm not wearing my stuff, I'm wearing twin stuff. So when baseball season hits, I swap. So I have like okay, thirty twin shirts, and then I have like all my stuff. So. <laughs> There That's all go. you need. All right. We got right. seven of these. Here we okay. go. Let's I'm the pulling them up. As I pull them up, did you ever own a God Answers Prayer Gap shirt or a breadcrumb and fish shirt? Uh-huh. Nope. Nope. Can't say I have. It looked like an Abercrombie and Fitch shirt, which is already bad. My grandma got it one time <laughs> for Christmas. All right. Here we go. My man. Oh, my God. I... I Can zero be one? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give this one a two. How come I'm rating this higher but, than one? He's guys. a three, but the shirt's a one. I'm a, I would rate <laughs> two only because if people saw me wearing this, they would they would laugh their ass off. It's it's the it's the relish bottle that says relish sweet Jesus, lime green, and it's it's pretty terrible. But it does come with. Uh, I don't know if it comes with this model. Does the T-shirt come with this guy? I don't know. I think a lot of okay, young Christian really. girls might buy the shirt. Yeah, I would up it for sure. <laughs> it's it's creative. I like the idea, but I still wouldn't wear it. Yeah, no, not happening. Down underneath it says, "Let's exalt His name together." Really yeah, they messed up with that. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a parody shirt, it needs to, if you're gonna say "Relish Sweet Jesus," you need to make it say like "Sweet and Salty." Yeah, something. something. You, you you need to keep going with it yeah, and make it really cheesy if you're gonna make it cheesy. Just own it. All right, here we go. All right. Here we go. Oh, look, I heard you. <laughs> you just told me. Oh, my gosh. I feel like this is a copyright oh, infringement. Yeah, I got I yeah, this. I've, I've, seen, I've actually seen other brands outside of Crusoe do this shirt. So, so I'm going to say one. Brand's website? Is it? <laughs> like, oh, are they, is it one brand that's doing all the bad shirts in the yeah, world? Yeah, the Crusoe. They look Crusoe. See the underneath the little thing? It's Crusoe. Hmm. Huh. Which I think Caruso, if yeah. I'm right, Caruso, Caruso was the main mainstream Christian brand that was in like every Christian bookstore from yeah. from the there were like the Barnes and Noble like brand that yeah. You're right. You're right. So, so then Family Christian Stores, Lifeway, like all these 
bookstores that Christian bookstores have been closing down need to sue Caruso because that's probably the, the source of, of I, the problem. I see these a lot at truck stops. All right, let's see if this works. Okay, number three. I, oh my god, this is a classic. I've seen this one more than I like. I've seen this one a lot. I would not wait. This is only old white men. No, like the that wear two or three. Wear. I'm in between. Really? Like I'm going. I'd wear it. You wear it. Wear. Well, here, here. I I listened to one of your guys' past ones on vintage clothing when you were doing like the top twenty things to like pickups. And actually, this shirt. If I point <laughs> opposite, <laughs> you could find this shirt on vintage clothing things for between sixty to a hundred dollars. So if you have a vintage version of this shirt, yeah. um, and there's actually one right now in Forgiven, they're another kind of big brand. They're actually doing a version of this shirt and remaking it. Oh my god! So and they're okay. selling their stuff like forty five dollars a piece. So what I hear you saying is this shirt is so bad it's vintage it's, it's vintage now and it's yeah. vintage. All right. oh yeah so bad it's good but, that's the thing and if you're if you're listening it's the lord's gym all you need to do is google lord's gym and ask yourself yeah. would i ever be caught wearing this in public like we live in austin texas like home of hippie jesus this jesus could kick some butt yeah i like it all right the Let's back see. of the t-shirt's pretty cool too so that's why i'd buy it but that's because i just know I put this stuff in Bible study. Three. Who's got this one? I'm going to wear this specifically. But every time I have to attend a Bible study, I'm wearing this. Um, yeah. Even the font's bad. It Everything's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I one. That's one of those heat press designs some, some mom's making out of her yeah. house and selling it, it on Etsy. Put it in the dryer. <laughs> that's, an Etsy, that's an Etsy special we call those. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's going to shrink up. Okay. <laughs> Only up. <laughs> Okay. I got a real question on this next one. Here we go. Straight out of Bible study. Oh Straight out of Bible study. I heard Joe laughing out loud and I was like, what are you looking at? <laughs> that, that'll give you some street cred. It's just blatant disrespect to NWA. So yeah. <laughs> one. Real one. question. If, if both it's even on a white shirt too. It's supposed to be on black. Yeah. <laughs> black was probably more expensive. So, um, so if, if you guys put this shirt, very shirt, on your websites for sale tomorrow and it became your number one bestseller, how pissed would you be? Super. I would put it on for $5.99 just to draw traffic to my site. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, I don't even know. If Luckily, I think this is another Crusoe shirt. Look at the tag. <laughs> so Caruso is actually Hebrew for church misfit. Did you know that? It is not. <laughs> I rebuke that so hard. It is not right. All right, moving on. All right, and last but not least, what'd you think of the Kanye merch? Oh, I don't even get Grant's a huge Kanye fan. I'm a big fan. Kanye fan, but I still would struggle to wear some of these. Yeah. They're, they're no. kind of like the pixel. You said you were mixing ours uh, into it. I didn't yeah, no, see any no. of theirs. No, we would no, obviously the relish <laughs> relish shirt was one of theirs. Oh, no, man. No, no, no. <laughs> not claiming that. Oh my uh, okay. Um, yeah, no, no, no. We, we, we wouldn't do that to you guys. Um, so I was looking we, forward to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love judging people. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> do we have their websites to pull up? Huh? Well, yeah. We pulled them up. Yeah, we did. Okay. And so give them to share. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll do but, that in a little bit. Okay. What? He's old. He forgets. Um, okay. I want to dive in just a little bit. And if you weren't inspired by those shirts, I don't know what will inspire you, but I want to know what is inspiring you right now? As a creator, as a storyteller, as a Christian, like what's inspiring you? 
who wants to go first? <laughs> like with like dead air. I'll go first. Um, I think for me, uh, the stuff that inspires me the most is just, I guess, sitting down with people and talking to them on like what some people like. Like we we kind of revolve a little bit around street culture. We see what's trending in I guess the general marketplace, colors, all the stuff like that. Like so we don't like gravitate towards a specific a specific look or specific style. Like all our shirts aren't black, but we do like I said, we support tattoo artists and we support other artists and other means and other styles, the skate industry. Um, and so we the, what I look for is just what people like and what people sometimes gravitate towards and how I could put my creative spin on things um, and, and just make it so that uh, I like it and I would wear it. And I can't tell myself that. And I'm kind of my worst, my own worst critic. And if I'm not going to wear this shirt, then I wouldn't really expect someone else to wear this shirt. Um, so I kind of put that in my narrative and in, in my dialogue and in my head. So when I'm kind of coming up with new concepts and concepts and ideas, and a lot of times for me, the concepts and ideas has come from like honestly listening and been reading through the word. And so I could be sitting down this, like I could hear our pastor preaching and next thing you know, he says something or reads a scripture and my creative brain just starts ticking and going crazy. I'm like, that has to be on a shirt somehow, some way like, and, or just talking to other creatives and I see something that they post or a painting or something like the Godfeedy painting that we have up here, our American Jesus one became amazingly good friends with Daniel. And uh, he did this incredible painting of this pixelated Jesus face. And I just loved the story behind it, how he just used that to, to minister to people. And we've been able to use that as this kind of a catalyst for conversation and dialogue. And so a lot of times it's just, it just naturally happens as a creative and I'm able to kind of, kind of create something from that. So, yeah. yeah. Grant, Joe, how about you guys? What's inspiring you guys right now? Yeah, so our inspiration, like the way that we look at it is we always just grab like a theme and then we run with it. Our first collection was based off of Ezekiel 37, the vision of the Valley of the Dry Bones. And our second collection was based off of death. So it was like we took really dark elements and then we insert the gospel into them. And so when it comes down to finding inspiration or whatever inspires us. Like we just kind of move yeah, and we just kind of make stuff. And a lot of, a lot of what we do is we look through references. We look through different art eras. I mean, our first two collections were based heavily off of the Baroque and the Renaissance era. Yeah. I mean, we'll go, we'll take days and we'll go to museums. We sit and we look through art archives and references and we have, we make, mood boards and everything like we're just constantly making. churning stuff out and making stuff and it's just like once we look at it, it's like oh we're, we we see a theme here now let's pursue that so that's how we look at it and there's no a lot of the stuff that we do make is really just kind of dark so that's kind of if we had to put like something like this is our inspiration dark things so <laughs> but but to be a little more specific in the dark things um I would say we both listen to a wide variety of music. Um, I listen to a ton of podcasts and I read a lot. Grant does as well. And so it's like a lot of times it's kind of just the only things that you, like we read or take that maybe I heard, but he didn't or he read and I hadn't hadn't checked it out yet. But just like thoughts that like really hit you and you keep coming back to me, you keep coming back to me like there's something there. I got to dig it out. I got to figure it out. And so then it's kind of going back and forth and um, 
chewing on them a little bit to, to see what what what's what's buried in there. Because I think there's there's so many aspects of life where people just write off something as well. That's just dark, or that's that's a, a bad worldview, or that's you know whatever label you want to throw into it. But it's like if God is the creator of everything, then there's a right expression for. M- everything that exists but we have we've we've wrecked it or we've lost it we've lost connecting with what his intention was for it and so like grant said uh, our our last collection was just all on death but we focused on it with the latin phrase memento mori and that's talking about remembering that you're basically you're mortal you are going to die you have a finite amount of time here what are you going to do with it and um there's just any number of uh, things that like from talking about that like how do you make the most of your time how do you how do you put a, a value on what God's done for you with the fact that you do have only a limited time here in an imperfect world or you know what there's a million angles you can take mm-hmm. on it and talking through those have pulled out so many ideas and like I, I would say the collection is just a fraction of what we created in response to it but it's it was like the best parts or, or the thoughts that that we could convey the most clearly right now or at this yeah. point, you know Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried to celebrate Lent two years in a row. The first year my grandma died and it was terrible. Yeah. The second year my dog died. Uh, true story. But there is something <laughs> about like focusing on death to really realize like, what does it mean to live? Yeah. And uh, it's, I hate that it takes death to really learn that lesson. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, okay. So I'll, I'll share mine and I'd like to hear like a song or a podcast or a video that you're like, you've got to watch this. So be thinking. There's a brand called Mischief. They did the Jesus shoes. Have you guys seen those guys? Yep. They just put yeah. out a lot of viral drops, like viral content. Super creative, not Christian, but the way that they take an idea or a concept and like bring it to life is blowing my mind. Mm. And so and when I need inspiration or I'm trying to think like, how do we build a community? How do we connect people? How do I get people to think outside the box? Those guys are kind of leading me right now. Oh, yeah. They're, they, they did the... Yeah, they did the walk on water Jesus shoes that are you can get them for about four grand right now on StockX. They only made twelve hundred pairs of them, and then they did uh, they did just recently because I follow all the street brands and streetwear because I'm kind of a sneak a small sneakerhead, and so uh, they did their big their mystery box giveaway where you could win either you you buy this box for a hundred bucks and you keep it for a hundred days and they'll give you a thousand dollars back or you open the box and see what's inside and they could be 10 pennies or it could be like a thousand dollar item in there. They had some of their shoes and a bunch of, yeah. So I follow the mischief brand pretty, pretty, pretty well too. (laughs) But they do some crazy stuff though. The most recently they took a painting and they cut it into like 40 or 50 different pieces and sold off each of the individual pieces. Yeah. My wife said no. Um, <laughs> but somebody tried to sell me a knockoff version of the Jesus shoes. And I was like, man, I can't do that. Like my something's not right in my spirit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Song, okay. video, or podcast. What's we know yours is pitch perfect. What about you? <laughs> Given. All right. well, I'll own it. Song, what, yeah, song what's something music? like I've got to listen to or I've got to watch this now. It will change my life. I don't know. I would say a song that I have like continued to chew on since it got dropped last summer is a song by Braille. Super, he used to do a lot, but he's, he's now he's like kind of retired from, from it. But it's called Summer Rain. It's so good. One of my favorite lyrics from it talks about how my flesh gets livid when it's pressed in his image. And it's talking about be- becoming conformed to the, the image of Christ. And it's just like, it talks about like that, that, that tension. I love it. It's, it's really compelling. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. No, it's good. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't have everything, anything off the top of my head, honestly. Like, <laughs> think about it at any point. Just yell it out. Yeah. Joe uh, stole your answer. I got you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Another podcast um, called Southside Rabbi, and uh, it's by KB. And he is, he hasn't put new stuff out in a while, but I really liked him because he, he thinks he has a lot of things. That he comes from a, a totally different perspective than I, as like a white woman, can come from. Um, but just really thought provoking content. And I've enjoyed listening through that a lot. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I listen to a ton of stuff. I've, I'm editing all the time. I have four kids so I never get to sit down and read till like late at night although I do I do plow through a lot still but I mean I guess I, I mean if you can categorize this for me I've never read through the bible like cover to cover cover to beginning to end and so at the beginning of the year we kind of announced we were doing our 365 challenge where each day we were gonna use this reading plan and read through so it's been very eye-opening for me um, reading because I've never really sat down and started in Genesis and worked my way through Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, like, like, and just before we had post a verse of the day and it would take me 10 minutes just to find like a favorite verse or post some sort of content real quick. But now I'm taking attentional time, almost an hour plus a day to read through what the two, three, four chapters that, that is given and, and then unpacking that and, and presenting an idea to our page. And so sometimes it's just whatever theme, whatever idea that I think of, I read through a bunch of commentaries just to understand a lot of it too, because sometimes I'm like, oh, what, what's the purpose behind this? Like, I don't really understand. So I read through some commentaries to kind of see what other authors and theologians have like, like talked about in that, that particular chapter. So for me, that's been really eye-opening and, and allowed me to really, especially with everything going on in the world right now, just kind of process things. Yeah. Because a lot of what's going on right now has happened numerous times and it's happened in the Old Testament and and people have struggled with different things. And and so it's been it's not really a podcast or anything like that that's really relevant, but it's been something that's a staple that we look at and we sit in church and listen to, but never really sit down and like really read chapter by chapter and really dig into it. So that's cool. Just seeing it in a new way, looking at it through a different perspective, like it's kind of like you said, hashtag blessed. Like we can get so close to a word or a story that actually loses all meaning. Yeah. So oh, I love that, man. There's a Faith Life Bible app. There's like really good commentary. Helps me to break stuff down. Uh, you know, just check it out. All right. We got to get to the core of the question that I got to. And you guys can help me wrestle with this. But here's here's ultimately where I stand on all Christian merch, no matter how good or how bad. I personally just question the purpose because in my mind it can only go bad all right if i'm wearing anything about jesus on my body on my on my car or i'm carrying around in my mug then what i have done is i have put the spotlight on me we know that everybody is all eyes on what people are wearing because they're they're repping what they believe what's at their core so let's say i'm out in public and I'm wearing my shirt and I inadvertently forget to hold the door open for the person behind me. I accidentally cut somebody off in the grocery store, but I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to. Maybe I snap at my kids uh, who are just going crazy Never. and berserk. Right? <laughs> maybe they catch me 
talking on the phone and they hear me say something and and it sounds out of, out of context. God forbid they help they hear me cuss. Whatever happens, I feel like it can only go bad because then it just affirms, oh, and they're wearing a Christian shirt. I knew it. Those Christians. Now, don't get me wrong. The opposite can happen. We can wear Christian merch out there, right? And we can do loving, kind things, but those often don't get noticed or correlated with what we're wearing. And I, in the history of me ever wearing a shirt, have never been stopped and said, hey, tell me about that shirt and gotten into a conversation about Jesus because of something I was wearing. Really? So, then you must be wearing the wrong shirts then. Yeah. <laughs> if you were wearing that stud Bible slit and it was about this high because it shrunk in the wash, somebody would talk to you. <laughs> you probably been pierced. Yeah, I mean, like, and Zach shows up with like, like this hat you're wearing. What, what? the hell is that? Man? I went to an estate sale. It belonged to a dead guy. I got it for a dollar. <laughs> that's what I think people would do with Christian T-shirts. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I got an estate shirt for a dollar. Oh, it's a Christian shirt, man. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It can only go bad. I don't, I, I don't see the good. Convince me otherwise. <laughs> what, what is our goal? What is our ultimate goal of creating Christian? merch specifically t-shirts what do you guys think yeah i think it's part of when we started making saints and sinners and we actually coined the brand name as saints and sinners we were so because of where we stood as creative people in the church we were like we don't want to alienate just christians and we don't want to alienate just people outside of the faith and so it was like how can we merge the two together and I think a lot of our design inspiration and a lot of our design aesthetic shows that, I mean, we have two of them right now. It's like you see two elements of just real life and you see both the saint and the center of life. Like what you're saying, Joe, is like, yeah, you might rep this on your shirt or rep it on a bumper sticker and you cut someone off. And it's just like, that's, I think. I think that's really just that's just life. It's like we're gonna do dumb things, we're gonna say dumb things, or we're gonna we're gonna do something that was out of line, and it's just like, but that's why the gospel is as beautiful as it is. And it's just like, yeah, I'm working on it, I'm doing really dumb stuff, and I keep messing up, but it's just like I still have a savior who went to the cross for me. And obviously, you know, you can go all you know. Ian would know this Romans like Paul goes real hard on that stuff of like not having cheap grace or not having a cheap gospel. Don't cheapen what it is, but it's like until we start putting ourselves in those positions where it's like, I'm going to sit here in the middle. And that's what Joe and I have done with saints and sinners. It's like, we're going to set up shop right in the middle. And if you're a Christian or not Christian, we're still going to talk to you and we're going to merge both. And we're going to have a conversation and we're going to see where it goes. And we're not going to just do one side or the other. And that's why I think, like Joe, what you were saying was like, I've never had someone come up to me. Like we get a lot of compliments and we get a lot of stories where people are like, I walked into a bar and people came up to me and were just like, where'd you get that shirt? Like what band is that? And it's just like, then they get to say, oh, it's actually a Christian brand. And they're like, no way Christians don't wear that kind of stuff. And it's just like, well, they kind of do now because we exist. So that's how kind of we look at it. And I've never actually looked at it the way that you're looking at it, Joe, but I, I hear you on that. And I think 
that's a lot of why we started making what we're making is just like, man, there needs to be some other options out here and we need to provide something that's a little bit more in the middle of it. So, yeah. yeah. And, and along with what they said too, like for us, one of the very first designs that I came up with uh, when I started was our center forgiven shirt. And it's a shirt that we, that is a staple to our brand. And, and, and I wear that shirt, wear our hoodies. We have multiple colorways of it. We do tie dye. We've done different styles of it over the years, but it just says center on the front mm -hmm. quote marks center. And then on the back, it has a cross and it says forgiven in the cross. So most basic, it may be cheesy. A lot of people think it like just like your simple, like hashtag blessed, hashtag forgiven type shirt or whatever. But that shirt has allowed me to conversate with more people and make those one-on-one, -on -one, like, like, because we're all sinners, regardless if we're pastors, we're, 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 we're kids, we're adults. The only person who was blameless of sin was Jesus. And, and I wear that shirt or hoodie around the Mall of America and I get stopped no more than three or four times every time I wear it. It's mm -hmm. like almost wearing F you on your shirt because people look at you and like, oh, well, that guy has a nasty swear word on his shirt. You get people young or old asking you like sinner or you tell that they reading your shirt because they walk by and have this kind of like weird kind of like scrunchy face. Like they're like and that's when I get the opportunity to say, hey, like we're all sinners. But because what Christ did on the cross and he died for us, we could be forgiven. And it gives you that tangible way to like it may be cheesy, but it plants that seed and it gets that person to think. And and as people. We've done other very dark shirts too, along with them. I mean, we did our, I mean, we do stuff with tattoo collection stuff where it's like skulls and, and crosses and serpents and snakes and, and stories and revelation and all this stuff like that where it could be dark. And, and that's where we're able to, like you said, kind of meet people where they're at in their life because there's people out there who love dark shirts. I love dark shirts. I like, I, but I wear foo-foo fun shirts too that, that kind of have like a fun playful side to them just because they're fun. But uh, I like shirts that, that want, they're thought provoking. Kind of like they said, it makes people think when they read it, like, huh? Okay. That makes sense. You know, it's interesting. I personally have not worn Christian shirts mainly because I, I know that I do things more unorthodox than most. And so I don't want to create the confusion. I don't want to sit there and have to explain myself, right? You know, people who know me know where my faith is. Know They know I'm about as consistent as it comes in a lot of areas. But I don't want to give an opportunity for people that don't really know me to go ahead and make snap judgments and then attribute that to Jesus. And so I just err to the side of not wearing it. My question for you guys is, do you think people who purchase your shirts are hoping to get in a conversation about faith as they wear them? Yeah. That's a great question. I almost think it's split. I like, I, I don't know. We don't take a poll of who buys our shirts for who are believers, but based off of like who follow us and we, that we've seen and like, you know, kind of comparing those numbers, I think it's kind of split because some people just buy stuff because they think the shirt's cool. Um, We've had some where after we've put out an explanation or a story behind something, somebody else that somebody's like, they're like, I'm going to buy this because I, I resonate with the, the idea behind it and the thought behind it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's such a 
it's a fine line because you just there's not a good way to like collect bad information mm -hmm. to a degree. You gotta start screening them. Right? Are you name, credit card? Yeah. Will you wield this carefully? Yes. Yeah. Political affiliation and religious while yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. throw them all in there. Which is more important? I don't know. Well, for, for you guys, I mean, and and Ian, you guys both have some abstract shirts. And you know, I you almost need a yeah, you need a quiz. Yeah. What do you think this shirt is about before you buy it and uh and ruin our art to somebody? <laughs> I mean for us, it, a lot of it comes down to the marketing too. How you want to market your shirt and who you market it towards. I mean, you can market it towards the average 16 year old guy that goes to youth group and he wants to have a trendy design on a shirt that that's part of the street street culture and he wants to be relevant. He wants to wants to share his faith and wants to like have something unique. And then you could, we have people that are in their forties and they wear the stuff because they, they want the message on the shirt and they want to support who you are as a brand and as a company, what your company stands for. So, I mean, like they said, it's all over the map for us because there, some people are not doing it to be popular and cool. Some people are doing it because they appreciate what you do as a company and how your, how your company like approaches missions work and how your company approaches community and how you're like, how it just represents who you are. And so, I mean, it could, like you said, you really never know. Like you see a name come through on an order and that's all you really see. And, and sometimes you get DMs from people on Instagram and Facebook, like, oh, I'm wearing your shirt. I'm wearing it here. Like, thanks. I appreciate it. And sometimes you get some amazing stories about people leading other people to Christ because they wear one of your shirts. And those are the ones where you sit there and you're like, well, like this shirt does hold some sort of significance and has a story behind it because this person was able to sit down in a Denny's with an elderly couple and lead them to Christ because their shirt said sinner on it. Mm -hmm. And like, then you're like, you're like, wow, like I told you so in a way, like you're going to get people asking you questions, but then it also makes you as a believer kind of like rethink how you walk through life and how you are able to speak to people and kind of tell them the message. So that's, that's good. So one, it's going down at Denny's. Two, is it possible that like what you're talking about, the potential for bad is really just the reverse side, like of the potential for good, that your witness, your story, like what you wear and how you rep yourself to people is actually like really, really powerful. And it's all in how you use it. These are all just tools. Yeah, they are tools. But I think when people see anything that resembles Christianity, they're automatically, um, preconditioned to look for the bad, not for the good. So, so that's why you, you're under the spotlight now. Yeah, yeah. What if I wear a Neil deGrasse Tyson shirt and then I go around HB flicking people off? Yeah. That would be better. That would be better for the Christian cause. Yeah. All right. I mean, we we've had a lot of our shirts, like I said, I'm sure, I'm sure Saints and Center can attest to this. You get a lot of feedback from people who follow you, hardcore Christians saying, why do you put schools on a shirt? Why do you have why do you have in your your Rock of Ages design. Why is there an eye at the top? That's the sign of the Illuminati. Why? Like you get all these people that have these oh. like assumptions before they really know the story behind the shirt. Well, and and, and then we—I'm sure they've had it. Like, I mean, if you have a skull on their shirt, you have like a dagger going through a skull. People are like, "Oh, geez, that's 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 not that's not appropriate. You can't have that." Like, and, is it ever and, hard to find your community like in the middle ground? Like sometimes it feels like you don't fit in a church and then you don't fit in yeah. in the streets. Yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think this is like just kind of going off of a bit of what you said, though, in terms of not wanting to like 
have to explain or defend your actions if you, like people see you and they take take it the wrong way or, or vice versa like Ema saying I think so much of it comes down to I've never I've never put on a shirt with the intention of like I'm going to provoke people to like you know I want I want I want to instigate here but I will say that I think it's a big deal that one of the things that is hammered over and over and over in the Bible is how much God hates pride and, and how much he created us for humility. And I think as believers, whether you're wearing a Jesus shirt or not, at some point what you're doing, whether it's good or bad, is going to make people ask you why. And, and I think the point that I've come to in my own own place, because I have never worn blessed shirts. And like, honestly, these are some of the first Christian Christian t-shirts I've worn besides like the ones that make you sell for mission trips when you're in youth group. But um, well, they're always ugly, so who wants them? But anyway, <laughs> um, the whole whole point of that is like I can't believe the number of times people have stopped me, and then the all they want to do is talk about it and, and like talk about like why did you do it this way or why what's your response to this? And then if you say you're a believer, I'm always like, ah, it's such a hard part because people, like you said, they automatically jump to the the bad, the places they've been hurt, the Christians who've offended them, and it's a place where it's like I can't defend everybody else and I I can't apologize for everyone, but this is how my life has been so far, and here's here's what God's done in it and. And uh, John st starts out his gospel by saying, like, we're talking to that, the things we've already lived out. This is my story. You can argue with Jesus or with Christians or with the devil, whatever you want to pick. Pick your fight. Somebody always has one. But it's like, you can't argue with what I've lived and you can't argue with that story. And so I would say not necessarily in, in like, this is why you should wear Christian shirts, but it's why I wear the shirts we make is because like, this has been my real experience. I have experienced that death of things. I have experienced failure. I have experienced the end of myself. I have screwed up so much and I've experienced so much grace. And as a result, like, I don't care if we sit down in a bar and talk and you, you, you drop F-bombs every three minutes and then tell me how you've screwed up your fourth marriage. Like that, that's irrelevant because the point, like, that's not even like on the table. Like people wanna like justify actions all the time or like give a defense. And I think it's such a place to just like, Walk humble, and and people want to know why they just do, whether you're wearing the shirt or not. But I started wearing the shirts. <laughs> well, listen, we got we gonna need to wrap up, but I do have I want to drop another question on you and uh, make sure everybody knows where to to find you guys again, uh, especially those that are listening. But I, one, I want to I want to thank you for 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 being creatives that were bold enough to actually bring your idea to life. My heart breaks for so many people right now sitting on ideas, but they don't have the confidence, they don't have the support, the encouragement, um, someone in their corner to say, do it, you can do this, you can do this. And so to, to bring something from um, you know idea to life is not easy. Uh, and I love how both of you guys are in different stages in year one and year four of this. And I want to encourage you, um, to, to continue to push forward and, uh, and, and really, and really not, not compromise, not compromise and do what you think people want. Stay true to what you really feel like, um, you're, you're supposed to be doing, you know, given your unique identity and purpose. Um, and with that, I want you guys to just share to a lot of the other creatives, people sitting on ideas, maybe too scared to to bring it to life, or maybe they just don't know how to, what advice would you give to other, other storytellers, other creatives out there? 
I'll go first again. Um, I get that I get asked a lot because we are kind of like I said, semi-established within, I guess, the Christian community and our online community. And we get emails and people DMing us like, hey, how can I start my own brand? How can I start this? And and it's and I don't try to be a buzzkill when I tell them, like, don't do it. But I, I try to encourage them in saying, why don't instead of trying to start something, align yourself with other people who are already doing it so that you can you can grow the community together. Because just as much as Saints and Sinners knows and other brands that are out there, like the Christian apparel industry is very, I mean, it's fairly saturated, just like any other clothing industry. I mean, there's a new one popping up. Like I had three emails just this week alone for people wanting to start their own brand. And asking me, how can I do this? And asking 26 questions. What do I need to do? How can I do this? I want to do something. Like, who do you go to for your designs? Who do you do this? That? And this on and on and on. And it's like, take some of that passion and some of that energy and like help other brands out. Support them. If you're a creative, sit down with like people like Saints and Sinners and myself. Say, hey, I have this amazing idea and allowing us to kind of cultivate it. And yeah, they may, it may be difficult for them to kind of take their idea and like kind of pass it on to someone. Or maybe you just partner with them and, and be able to see your idea come to fruition and learn something new and learn the industry without someone that's coming along and handing you uh, like a complete guidebook on how to do it. And then messing up because I guess I've learned from years and years of doing it just from watching other people do it, watching other brands do it, like being a part of other companies and helping other companies design stuff and just kind of seeing what works and how they've been able to do things. And so, like, I don't like being a buzzkiller, tell people not to, like, follow their dreams or do what they're supposed to do, but, like, help others. Like, we're a community. We're a creative community. Like, I help a lot of other brands. I help other podcasts. I help other churches with their visions and what their goals are. And sometimes I have to put myself in the third person and just do what they would like and what their vision is and not what my vision is because it's it's what it's what they have, and, but they need the help. So. Love it. Love it. Mm. Grant, Joe, what do you think? Mine is super short. Work and just make as many things as possible. Like, if you want to be a creative, like, the 10,000-hour rule is real. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about Kanye earlier. Like, there's a reason why he said, I did five beats a day for three summers. Like, I did, we did probably, like, two or three years of designing, just constantly trying to get better before anything even saw the light yeah. of day. So it's just, like, it's really just – I. I'm not real big on like, oh, you know, give me a strategy. Give me this. Just put in work. And if your stuff's good, it'll sell. That's mm -hmm. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's it's good, man. That That's it. You just, you got to do it. And for me, I just say, man, it's, you don't want to live with the regret of, of not doing it. That mm -hmm. will haunt you more than doing it and not getting the the feedback or the praise that you hope you got you know anytime we create something and put it out for others you know we we yeah it, it may not go well it may not go well but risk being rejected over living with the regret of never trying um and and so i appreciate um the courage and boldness you guys have to to do just that uh, on an ongoing basis it's not easy so how uh, how do folks uh, folks who are listening what's your preferred method of them following you guys instagram facebook saints and sinners what y'all's handle how do people get in touch with you 
Uh, underscore Saints and Sinners underscore. I think that's what our Instagram handle is. And then Facebook is just Saints and Sinners. And then obviously our website. Awesome. Ian, uh, CXI Apparel. Yeah, just look for CXXII Apparel um, on any social media. We're on TikTok. We're on, we're on, we're on, we're on Twitter. We're on. I mean, our preferred is Instagram and Facebook, um, but you can find us also at cxiapparel.com. That's where you could find all their merch. And uh, if you, and we have a blog there that you guys can follow along if you want to do the 365 reading with us and dig into God's word and 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 be blessed and be encouraged, like we have. Bro. So, Bro, if you're singing on TikTok, I'm following you tonight. I don't I don't sing on TikTok. Um, the last handful of posts are primarily me sitting outside doing trick shots on my basketball hoop. So with my daughters. So I've been trying it's it has really nothing to do with the brand. We've just it was just a way um just to be a little extra creative. We haven't been on there recently just because I've been so busy, but yeah. Yeah, that's a whole TikTok's a whole nother you can do a whole nother <laughs> podcast on social media and and the Jesus love TikTok influencers. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Any parting words of wisdom, Zach? I got nothing. <laughs> go buy um, their merch. It's awesome. Buy, yeah. I, got, can... I actually have a trucker hat very similar to the one you're wearing. So cool. on my site that has that, that khaki, that khaki old fashioned. So see, I'm, I'm going to check it out. Wow. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. <laughs> well, listen again. Thanks guys. Uh, we really appreciate you. Um, you know, we, we, uh, if there's anything that we can do for you in the future, hit us up. And, um, and if you're listening, watching right now, uh, you know, and you're a creative, obviously Grant, Joe, and Ian are, are the kind of folks that you want to reach out to. I have a feeling mm -hmm. that they would have an honest conversation with you and give you some love and encouragement. If you have any direct questions for them, these are the kind of folks you want to hit up. So, uh, Church Misfit community, I definitely, I hope you take advantage of that and uh, say hello, say say hello to them. Drop us a comment, let you know what you think. So, thank you guys, thank you guys for putting out the Church yeah. Misfits podcast and being real. That's what we need more people out there who are real that are not ashamed to be themselves and 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 uh, be be normal people and not all not all right. churchy. Uh, well, Zach's still working through his shame, but I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> That's also real. <laughs> Thanks, bro. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.